What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 123 on development of core values. Welcome back, millionaires, to the Million Dollar Mind podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about core values and not just, you know, why core values are important and what people use core values for, but most importantly, how to develop those core values, how to figure out what core values are best for you, how to identify what core values you even most identify with. Right. And most importantly, how to select all these core values, because as you're going to find out, it's a lot that you can choose from how to group them up and how to figure out the best ones that relate to your life and your goals the most. But before we get into today's episode, last week, we had a conversation with Wavy West. It was the first ever live Q&A live interview that we've done on the Million Dollar Mind podcast, uh, especially in season three. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, taking three seasons to get that type of content out there. I would love to hear from you guys. How did you all receive it? Right. Was it beneficial? Did you enjoy the live Q and a portion? Do you want to hear more of those types of, you know, interviews? And do you want to participate in more of those types of interviews with those live Q and A's at the end? Let me know. And especially let me know what type of topics you want to hear about. But most importantly, engage with me so I know exactly what you guys are looking for and I can deliver on my end. Can't deliver if I don't know. Closed mouths don't get fed. But with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every single one of you all. This is the only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions. So you can attract opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. Have you guys ever found yourself wasting a lot of time? That is most of the mostly a rhetorical question, because I'm sure all of us have, as I have plenty of times. I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of energy on activities, people, jobs, things that I shouldn't even have been focusing on. Purely off of, you know, just not knowing. Right. A lot of times we didn't even know that we were wasting our time doing X, Y, Z. But in hindsight, we look back and we reflect and we we we've one figure. Where did my time go? And then we identify what we what we put our time into and we find out we shouldn't have been putting our time into it in the first place. Right. And a lot of times. We find that it was spent impressing the wrong crowd trying to get the wrong job partnering with the wrong people whether that's relationships um you know whether it's business partnerships in general you know associates friends whatever the case may be a lot of times when we look back we find that trying to fit in and do things that is not aligned with our goals is where we spend a lot of our time and a, a lot of our wasted time I should say. So that's the whole purpose of today's episode, right? Because all of that could be avoided just by developing some personal core values, just by having a set of values that we hold near and dear to our heart and our purpose and our passions, developing those core values around those things. It makes it all easier to make decisions, right? 
now it kind of you're on autopilot ever since I developed my core values. You know, I'm kind of on autopilot. I still have spontaneity, but for the most part, it's easier for me to make decisions when it comes up. Hey, do you want to do this? You know, it's easy for me to make a decision because I know what my core values are. Also, it's perfect for people and activity alignment. When you know what your core values are, you know who you shouldn't be aligning yourself with. You know who you should be aligning yourself with, uh, yourself with. Right. You know what activities you should be putting your energy into. Also, again, behavior guidance, it just kind of helps you guide your behavior. You start to change how you behave off of your core values, especially the more you, you know, you say it out loud, the more you write them down, the more you recite them, your mind, you know, your subconscious starts to kick in. And now you start to move on autopilot. You have that behavior guidance that kicks in. Also, it increases your confidence. Once you have any time, anytime you find yourself knowing yourself a lot better, your confidence naturally boosts up. It's like a it's like a a B relationship. The correlation is obviously there. When you know who you are, you become more confident. Right. When you tell people like if, when you know that what you do helps people. You're just confident in how you present what you do to people. But when when people ask, what do you do? And you're just kind of one of those people that's working a dead end job and you, you just kind of show up, go to work and then leave. And, and like you have a hard time explaining what you do. Oh, I, I you not know, do a little bit here and there or I just do. But when you know what you do. When you know that what you're doing is beneficial for your future, other people's future, et cetera, et cetera, you become confident and you have no issues explaining what you do and lastly the reason why you want to establish some core values it just helps you with your purpose identification aka your why that's what we all here for the million dollar mind podcast was designed for us to identify our why who do we do this for why do we want these things for ourselves for our family members for our future generations and what vehicle is going to be best suited to get us there at the end of the day so again i'm giving you guys some gems some fire some sauce some heat whatever you want to call it on how you can identify and structure some core values so now you can move more passionately more purposefully and more intentionally most importantly all right now of course it wouldn't be a great episode without some actionable items so i'm going to give you a list of six things that you can do today to develop these core values. The first one being consider people that you most uh, admire. Think about some notable figures or some personal figures that you know in your life that you admire. What about them? Do you admire? Do you admire their work ethic? Do you admire their determination? Do you admire how consistent they are waking up super early? Do you, do you admire their their drive do you admire their community service do you admire their sense of dress do you admire their smile do you admire their confidence do you admire how they interact with strangers do you admire how they network right what are the things that you most admire about the people that in your life that every day they never cease to amaze you consider that for sure because that's going to definitely make it easier for you to come up with a list of values, right? Like when I think of some of the people that I most admire, um, I got some people like Malcolm X, 
got some people like Dwayne and Rock Johnson. I got some people like Dave Chappelle. Got some people like Napoleon Hill. Right. When I start to think of these people, I'm starting to think of what traits they have that even make me admire them. So now I can easily just write those traits down. And as you should be doing the same. What are some traits that you have? Is it education? Is it personal development? Is it communication? Is it work ethic? Write those, write down those values. And then as you're writing down those values, also think of some other values that you internalize that you haven't thought of other people to write them down. Write those down too. Is it fashion? You look good. You feel good. You play good. Is it family? Is it success? Is it generational wealth? Is it fitness? Is it health? Is it mental health? Is it meditation? Write down those values. Write them down. If you don't write it down, it's not real. Paper. And a pen is one of the strongest tools to get what's stuck in your mind, out of your mind, and manifest it physically. If you don't write it down, it's, it's harder for it to manifest itself. So write it down. The third step, consider your experiences. And don't take this step lightly either. When I say consider your, your experiences, I'm saying take the good, the bad, and the ugly. Consider your best moments and you definitely don't want to forget about those most painful moments because those most painful moments are what make us. Right. Something that really hurts us lets us know that I never want to hurt like that again. So I definitely don't want this to be a core value. Because it could have been a behavior that might have hurt us. Or it might be a behavior of ours that led to that bad experience. I definitely don't want to go back there again. So that's why you also want to think about these painful moments just as much as you want to think about the blessings. But that's very important too. think about the things that you've done. That that brought a huge reward to your life. How did you feel about that reward? How did that reward make you feel? How would you feel to get that again? What do you have to do to get that again? Who do you have to become to get that again? That might be a core value when you think about it. Number four. Now, once you have, you probably have like a list of like anywhere from like 15 to 30 values written down on a piece of paper at this point. It's a lot. It can be overwhelming, but I could tell you right now, you are not about to have a list of 30 core values. Not specific enough. And anybody who's used to writing down smart goals. They know that that goal has to be specific. So we got to narrow that list down. And the way that you narrow that list down is by grouping some of the values by relativity. What are some values that might be relatable to each other? Reading. Education. Personal development, I would call, I would kind of group those by relativity. 
money, generational wealth, time freedom. I would also maybe can, you know, group those by relativity as well. What are some others? Discipline, waking up early. Uh, saying no, <laughs> I would consider those. I would group those in by relativity. You get the point. But now once you group these by relativity, you're not done yet. It's going to help you get to the next step, which is by identifying a recurring theme. What makes these things relative? Because once you identify that word, that's what you're going to name that group of values. So I would name, you know, reading, personal development, um, YouTube University, education. I would just all group that into one and just black blaster that as group education, education group. Generational wealth. Uh, money, whatever, whatever the case may be. You guys get the point. <laughs> you guys get the point. So once you group them up by relativity, now you want to name that group. Essentially is what I'm saying. Name the group. And some of them you may not be able to group by relativity. Some of them can be standalone values. Right. But by grouping them, you probably narrowed that list down from 15 to 30. To about. Eight to 10. Just from grouping them up. You went from 15 to 30. And maybe tens of strikes, but like eight to 15. Now you got about eight to 15 values on this paper. And now that brings you down to the last step of choosing your top values. What are the ones that you absolutely cannot live without? Right. What are some of the ones that you absolutely can just cannot remove? And I guess the best way to visualize this is look at the list. And ask yourself, if this never existed in my life, will I be okay with that? And if the answer is no, that's your top value. And the key is to narrow this list down to four to six. If you can narrow your list down to four to six core values, that is a very specific list. And that is specific enough to where if you write it down some more, you recite it some more, you tell people about your core values. You're you're going to start to move accordingly. You're going to start to be much more intentional. You're going to your your decisions are going to be much easier. And your life is going to be easier as well. It's going to be easier for you to know who to align yourself with, what to align yourself with, uh, yourself with and what activities to put energy into. I told you guys a little bit earlier in season three what my core values were, and that was the effort system. I call my core values the effort system and it's education, family fitness and finance education family fitness and finance and i found these similar to doing an exercise like we just went over just now right education is always going to be on the top of my list my family is always going to be on the top of my list and my fitness whether it's mental fitness health and wellness that i group that all together as fitness And then, of course, finances, you know, I can't I, I have a huge, a huge 
um, heart for helping others, but I can't help if I'm not financially able to help myself. Money doesn't solve problems, but it makes it a whole lot easier to solve those problems. So don't let people tell you that money doesn't solve problems because if you want to solve other people's problems, having money makes it easier for you to do that with a clear mind. If you don't have money for yourself, you helping other people is going to be harder. I mean, you know, say what you like, you know, it's not, you know, you got people like Gandhi that was able to help people just with with their, you know, with word. But it's spreading positivity. But a lot of people are still not better off. We got to better people's lives and to be able to aid and better people's lives. I'm sorry, doing that with money is probably the best way to do it. Hey, I mean, I'm not really even sorry for saying that. It's just it's just the truth, (laughs) just the truth. So, you know, if you don't establish your core values, you'll only be doing yourself a disservice at this point. Right. I told you why it's important to establish these core values. It's important to establish these core values for the fact that we need to be more intentional with our time. Right. How many times have we got home from work and then we just like, hmm, what do I want to do? And we find ourselves on the couch binge watching TV. And then next thing we know, it's like, wow, it's nine o'clock already. Yes, it's nine o'clock already. Don't you know where your time went? No, of course not. Of course not. So you'll find yourself being able to make some, you know, you know, mistakes. You'll find yourself wasting more time and living a less passionate life altogether. If you do not establish some core values. I think it's important that all if all companies establish core values, all people establish core values and together, you know, we'll all be, you know, walking, you know, in a more passionate and purposeful life. And, you know, don't mistake instant gratification or pleasure for passion either. Right. Like, yeah, you enjoy hanging out with your friends and, and, and going to the party here and there, but. Just because you enjoy that, just because that's pleasurable, don't mistake that for a passion. Don't mistake that for a passion. A passion is something that you can wake up and do over and over and over and over and over again without having anything negative to say about it. Eventually, you're going, if you go to a club and you party every single day, eventually you're going to be like, oh, I don't even feel like clubbing today. I just want to sleep. Worn out. That's not a passion. That's a pleasure. Now, if you self-identified a group of core values that can guide your behavior and help you make decisions easier, wouldn't that make life a lot less exhausting? If you just had a group of core values that guided your behavior and you just turn to those core values when it came to making any huge decision in life, wouldn't that make your life a lot less exhausting? And, you know, in a way, it will make it a lot more predictable in a good way, because you can, you know, I, I like to have a predictable life. I like to be able to say, I know I'm going to be successful because I've done X, Y, Z. And I can have that level of predictability and still be spontaneous, still decide you know, on a random weekend, Hey, you know what? Let's take this weekend and let's go hiking. 
right? I would love to be in a position to just come home from work one day and just say, hey, Alana, let's go spend a week in Barbados. All right. Like that spontaneity. But I'm able to have that spontaneity because of how predictable my life is. Right. It's funny how we always use these words like English is such a trick language because we create these words and then we 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 fail to make exceptions of when the word, you know, can be used or we take the word too literal sometimes like being predictable isn't necessarily the opposite of spontaneity. It's just not. Right. So no more, no more thinking that we can't be predictable and spontaneous. Your life can absolutely be predictable. And you can introduce spontaneity into a predictable life. Because you ask me, some of us worry about spontaneity so much and being less predictable, but we actually make our lives predictable. Right. If we know we have a budget of twenty dollars on gas and we've already spent our $20 gas and we want to go out like you basically saying you're predicting that you're like, you just made your life predictable. You know, now tomorrow you're going to have to go over budget for gas because you wanted to go out. That's just an example, a very extreme example, right? Very extreme example. But as always, because I'm rambling at this point, guys, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show. And of course I'm thankful for you all becoming the change agents that you're bound to become when you apply the principles that you heard today. And I'm loving the engagement that I've been getting from you all continue to engage and connect with me even more. And I would love to hear how you all feel if we were to incorporate more of those live interviews, like I mentioned, like the one we had with Weston hip DM us on Instagram at the MDM underscore pod as T H E M D M underscore pod P O D. And, you know, or you can leave us a voice message using that link in the show notes to let us know what live Q&A you'd like to have next and who we should have it with. With that said, just remember to keep focused, build momentum and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace. Hey, guys. So thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course, the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.